How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Big soft so, I was wondering mm. if you had one piece of clothing that you could never, ever, ever take off ever again and yep. you can wash under it. Okay. Which one would it be? Hmm. But you, can, you can't take it off. Man. And I, I mean, husband's choice here, definitely the wedding ring. That's not clothing. That's jewellery. And by the way, you're gay for wearing it. No. Yeah. No. Sorry. But also, all right, that's okay by me. Yeah. Uh, 2004 presidential. Uh, oh, fuck. No, it wasn't 2004. It was later. It was so much later. What are you talking about? Oh, just like I was thinking about when I want to say it was Kevin Rudd went on Rove Live, our oh, one talk I'm gay show. I'm for my wife. And then and Rove was asked, said. And, sorry. Yeah. And was asked. <laughs> so we had a talk show in Australia, just one. We were allowed one. We literally only had one. And, well, we don't have the population for more than one. Fair enough. Um, or the popularity. Yeah. And we got uh, our prime minister who was running for re-election. Or for, I don't know the facts. But the one question that the... Guy would ask pretty much everyone he interviewed was who'd you turn gay for? Yeah, and so then our then prime minister or maybe just guy who was going to be went on and when asked said, "Well, Rove, of course I'm gay for my wife." And Rove said, "Is she a man?" I remember that. I okay. saw it live. <laughs> Great riff. Um, just kind of making sure to be like, no, 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 Kev. This is where we're weirdly kind of like. While seeming like we're being accepting, we're actually pretty homophobic in this segment. <laughs> so by sidestepping that, you've given me the opportunity to do something where you don't even deem transphobia now, <laughs> but in the future. Yeah. Anyway, how the fuck did we get here? Oh, yeah. Uh, you what said that I was gay for wearing a wedding ring. Um, I think that, oh, look, you can't go wrong with a black T-shirt. Okay. Right? Like, I think that's, if I'm wearing that, I'm doing all right. But, oh, geez. I think maybe for me it would be like a frilly little choker. Mm. Kind of signaling to me that, hey, you know what? It's the start of a brand new world of Tom. Yeah. Choker wearing Tom. That's fair. I think that would be really cool. What color? Like pink or like pink and white? It's got like uh, lace on it or something. Yeah, maybe that. Uh, yeah, since I can't change it out, it needs to be something that goes with everything. So I think a pink and white choker would be my go-to. Yeah. And can you think of... It would be so funny to, like, turn 40 and become, instead of a watch guy, a choker guy. That would be really good. Not changing anything about my life. Yeah. Not, not doing anything else. And, by the way, I'm doing 0% right now. Yeah. So just turning up to stream one day and wearing a choker. Everyone be like, does he just think that's like wearing a cufflink? This is me now. Yep. Or I guess not even saying that, just having it be you now. <laughs> I think... 
Oh, man. It's, it's fun. You don't have to ask me what mine would be. Well, I will in a bit, but I do want to say it is fun to think about the various, like, the ways you could up, just upturn your life by adopting a full-on new aesthetic identity. Yeah. I've thought about that so much, about how funny it would be to just one day be like, I am Mr. Menswear now. Okay, Tom, you have a mullet. Yeah, but, like, I'm talking like... No, if I, yeah, but... Well, but what no, if I? No. But what if I stopped but wearing no, but, t-shirts? Well, Tom, if you had your nipples out, it would detract from the mullet. Mm. I think they could share a stage. What do you think I should do with my hair? Because we already got married. Yeah. So I don't have to look nice anymore. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you looked nice before, baby. There we go. I can't do anything wrong. No, I think you look nice. And it's oh. fine. That, and no matter what you do next, you'll continue to look nice. It's just that I'm 30 now, so I can't like really commit to something that like you see and you're like, wow, that took a long time. Like you know the people that have like the plat, the really long thin yeah. plaits coming out of their hair. I have. It would take me like five years to do that, and then I'd be 35. I have great news about being 30. What? Uh, it doesn't fucking matter. It's only made to matter by people who are like 22. I know, it doesn't matter. But also, I don't think you want to be someone with two really long, thin plaits. I would love you... to have two really long, thin plaits. Yeah, but like what you're asking for there is, oh, what should I do with my hair? And it would be so insane if my answer was, why don't you plan for the future? <laughs> what oh, you... your hair? I think you should plan for something that's going to really pay off in six to seven years. The thing is, I want a fucked haircut. But then you're tied to that fucked haircut. Oh, really? Are you? You're telling me this now? You could cut that mullet off in a second. Okay. And then I'd just be what? A man? A regular man? A gay man with a wedding ring. No! <laughs> uh, so what? Are you saying that I could cut this mullet off in a second and there's a you different like, way your hair would be fucked? No, I'm saying that you, if you went for a part, right, mm. if you did an audition, they'd be like, okay, can you lose the mullet? And then you would just cut it off. Yeah. But if I got the haircut that I want, which is two really long bits of hair here and no hair here and one bit of hair right here just at the front. Okay, let's describe what that was. So it's like, it's essentially you're giving yourself a shaved Geordie LaForge area yeah. in hair. Yes. Right? Like you've got a- I want a gap. You want a full-on gap and then two long, I believe they're called- No eyebrows. No eyebrows either. Yeah. Everything at the eyebrow level, mm. bald all the way around. You want to walk into the barber and say, hey, give me the wellness check. Yeah. That doesn't sound good. Like that sounds like something you're trying to do because you want to be the only person in the world with that haircut rather than you actually want it at I all. Want it. I want <laughs> it. I do. I do. I do. Do you? Mm. I don't think you do. I do want it. But see, then I won't be able to get parts in movies. Oh yeah, that's gonna. That's what's holding you back. Is the what do you think is actually holding me back? Is it my personality? Uh, that can't be helping. Mm. Just looking at what it's doing for you in your day to day. No, I think what's holding us back is that uh, there are already celebrities. Yeah. And so I think that whenever we go to an audition or go out for something, which we do, I'd say either less than or more than you think we do, listener. Because I feel like you default to thinking that people are doing it every week or mm. literally never. Yeah. And so we'll get auditions for things in movies that are like, oh, we need someone to play like a schlubby guy who appears for five lines and, and then I'm gets like, pistol well, whipped. And I'm like, well, okay, I guess I can get slightly less schlubby than I am currently yeah. to play a schlubby guy. We're looking for someone who's overweight to play this role. So, Tom, you'll need to uh, lose 20 kilos. <laughs> and you're just like, okay, well, just so you know, walking around, I'm I'm not I'm normal bad hot. looking. I'm yeah. normal hot-ish. I'm, I'm frequently among the top three hottest people on a comedy lineup. Same. Sort of. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if there is- are no other women, yes. <laughs> Women have just that attractiveness secret source to me. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but something makes them quite alluring. If there are any Vembos on the lineup, I'm dead in the water. Yeah, you're fucking out of there. Oh. It is. Oh, man. Everyone with something a fucking about, tent pole in the audience. Yeah. Oh, it's brutal, hey. When someone multiclasses into that they, suddenly they just get what plus three you? points. Yeah. Fuck, we're dead. We're dead. Well, so what should I do with my hair I'm out here with the pronouns my parents <laughs> gave me and I'm getting the shit kicked out of me. <laughs> <laughs> um, um 
Okay, how about this? Bronouns. Pronouns for the guys. All right. Now, mm-hmm. this I like. Yeah. It's all just he, him. All right. Well, we tried. You know what? We're losing the war. All right. We've got, all right. Brie Brim. Bronouns. Mm, he, sounds, him for so, the fellas. Sounds too French. Fuck. So, what do you want to do with your hair? Are you thinking, because you've been thinking about coloring it for a while. Yeah, it's a Which, lot of I mean, effort, though. With your particular eye condition, I can think of ways that could go wrong. Did you write that? Did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> Did you like it? <laughs> There's nothing funnier to me than person who thinks they're cooking. Person who thinks they're really cooking on a song. I really like my my sister used to sing a lot around the house. The older one, Emma. Yeah. She used to sing around the house. And oh, yeah. In the way that she really wanted you to be like, you should go on Australian Idol. Fuck, that's so good. So good. Because she, she wasn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She wasn't bad. It was just like. Oof. Yeah. It's... You know what she would do? It's like. Um, What's that? Uh, what's that song that's like, baby, you're all that I want? What's that song that's like? What's that song, Tom? That's like, baby, you're all that I want. So she would ask what the song was, no, and then she hit wouldn't. It? Oh, okay. I was just trying to do what she would do. She'd be like cooking, and she'd be like, oh, and you're lying here in my arms, and finding it hard to believe you're in heaven. The, you're just cooking. The- <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> Putting that into the end reminds me of that fucking old cat we looked after. Yeah. Gish. At Gish. the end of every mouth. Um, that sounds really funny. There's nothing funnier to me than someone who's singing who knows that people are listening. It's and so And who just funny. wants to be like, yeah. Who wants to, you know what they want? I didn't realise you could hear me. They're chasing that moment where the teacher comes up to the girl singing by herself and says, Audition for my musical. Yeah. <laughs> Me, but I'm just I don't like a teacher doing that. I've only ever sung for myself. <laughs> <laughs> Gorgeous woman in movie, but I've only ever sung for myself. But I don't know how to sing. <laughs> Baby, you're all that I want. When you lie here in my arms. God damn the. Uh, that the is, Hillary Duff moment is what they call it. Yes, dude. Uh, so you were saying that you want to do something to your hair. For example, color it for a while. You were saying that you wanted to go like uh, back to having white hair, potentially, or yeah, doing but something. Yeah, it's a lot of effort, and I barely clean myself. Yeah, and maybe that's something we could work on. <laughs> maybe, maybe we could take you outside and hit you with the hose a little. <laughs> um, the the I'm thing- outside. Whatever. I'm dirty. Yeah, I'm talking about my outsize hose. You're one of them. Ah! The uh, the, ah! the thing. Oh. <laughs> your heart. Your oh. heart. Oh. She's bleeding out. She's been hit. No, no, no. You, you didn't were, ask me what clothes I want. You you've been saying for a while that you want to like color your hair or do something crazy with it because, and yeah. then you're feeling like uh, like you don't want to because it's going to be a lot of effort. With colouring. The other thing is, and it's the same reason that I'm not bisexual and I don't have ADHD anymore. Okay. If you have, like, hair that's like, hey, then it becomes a thing about you. But your entire personality is like, hey. You know that you're not like a shrinking violet, right? Do you know the only thing that you've said to me that's meaner than that (laughs) was when you said that if I was in... Scooby-Doo, I would be Scrappy-Doo. It's the only thing that you've said that's meaner. Babe, there's no one else in Scooby-Doo that you would be. Let's go through the list. Okay. Are you the leader? Which one's the leader, do you think? By giving... Okay. Fred's the leader. Okay, yes. Are you the smart one? Well, she's also ugly. (laughs) So you got (laughs) to... You know? Okay, okay, you get... It is so funny that Velma was, oh, a dowdy glasses wearer. <laughs> uh, and then are you the the gorgeous smart one? 
She's more girl smart though. Yes. And then I guess I genuinely Demi, Here's the he, one no, you're wait, closest sorry, to I, getting. I, I do need to say something to you really yeah. quickly. You didn't even make me the main dog. I was about to say You made me the way more annoying shitty dog. Demi, the two characters that you have the best shot at being are the big dog and the smaller, louder dog. And I think that my hands are tied there. I there's no way. Sure, if Scrappy wasn't part of the Scooby-Doo universe, you would be Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but <laughs> The let me at him, let me at him, little guy. I can't say that you're Scooby when Scrappy is there. There's monsters too. Yeah, but babe, you don't have the planning ability to lay out a scheme. No, but can I at least be Scrappy when he like takes drugs and gets really big in the Rowan Atkinson movie? Sure. <sighs> sure, yeah, you can be evil Scrappy. Shit. I'm sorry. Baby, Stop it. <laughs> uh, so anyway, I my answer for item of clothing is definitely going to be choker. Uh, how about you, Demi? Finger puppet. Okay. <laughs> now, let's go ahead and hear about that finger puppet's design. Are we talking like uh, it's it's going on there like a full finger cover? Think. Yep. Yeah. Does it have a face? Oh, my pointer finger's cold. <laughs> thunk. Thunk. Yeah, it's oh. got a face. It's a puppet. <laughs> no one feeling great. <laughs> uh, what what face? What's the design of the puppet? Vampire. Okay, that's nice. Cool. Kind of good for all seasons, the vampire finger yeah. puppet. If I ever have to do a blood test, you know, when they prick you, yeah. my finger would be like, oh, this is different. <laughs> Save some for me. <laughs> Usually that stuff going into me. <laughs> okay, so you think they would prick the finger that has the finger puppet on? Yeah, I would insist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like pull a little string at the back and the mouth would open. They could prick it. Okay. Yeah. That's good. Uh, well, thank you, Demi. It's like I'm bulimic. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's good, baby. I'm glad that you have your finger puppet. There to wear. Thank you. No worries. Uh, with that Crab said. Crab news. Really? Yeah. Now we got you some news. Crab news. Pick up some fresh crab news. Jeez. Louise. Whose freaking crabs are these? Crabs. They're crabs. We both think that they're fab. News, crab news. This news. I hope this is as funny to you as it was to me. Okay. <laughs> this is from a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. This is from a couple of years ago, but it's still news. I found sure. it. I looked for it and I found it. Mm. Pretty gruesome. Giant coconut crab seen hunting birds. Oh. Goodness gracious. Okay, go ahead, Demi. Demi is currently unable to speak because of how funny she is finding this article about crabs killing birds. <laughs> Researcher in remote Chagos Island says he saw crabs, previously thought to be scavengers, hunting and killing seabirds. Okay. <laughs> Okay. A large land dwelling crustacean known as coconut or robber crab has been seen hunting and killing a seabird. The first time such behavior has been observed in the species. The phenomenon was witnessed by a researcher, Mark Laidre, of Dartmouth College, while he was studying the giant crabs in the remote Chagos Islands in the Indian Ocean, new mm. scientist reported. Mm -hmm. According to L-A-I-D-R-E, what do we think, Laidre? No idea. 
honest, with with how those kind of names go, maybe liar, but that mm. seems crazy. According to later. According to the researcher, uh huh, the the <laughs> is this now, Demi? I need to know. Are we are we now coming up on the thing that you find really funny, or has this whole thing been the thing that you find really funny? It's sort of both. The next bit is the bit that's that I'm remembering <laughs> that's pushing me over. According to the researcher, <laughs> yes. According to the researcher, the crab climbed a tree and attacked the seabird. Okay. What is he doing? <laughs> what the fuck? Does he think there's things to scavenge up there? Oh no. Smash, <laughs> crash. <laughs> oh no. The crab climbed a tree and attacked the seabird in its nest situated on a branch. Mm -hmm. The crab broke the. <laughs> the crab. Do you broke the bird's wing, <laughs> causing it to causing it to fall, causing it to fall out of its nest, and then took to the bird with its claws, breaking its other wing and leaving it incapacitated. Once the bird was unable to unable to move, other coconut crabs arrived and pulled the bird apart in scenes later described as pretty gruesome. Oh my god! <laughs> It's just unbelievably horrible. <gasps> it's just so awful. Like, oh my god! First of all, why are you climbing a tree as a crab? <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> well, I know what to do with you. Snap! What the fuck? And so. That's so horrible. That is so scary. <laughs> Coconut crabs are the largest land-dwelling invertebrate. Yeah, and if some, if one of them wants to kill me and it's the same size as me, I'm dead. It's going to do it. It's covered in armor. Coconut crabs are the largest land-dwelling invertebrate. They can weigh up to four kilos and grow up to one meter wide. I hate that. They are common in coral atolls, don't know what that is, across the Indian and Pacific Oceans. It can be the largest animal in their environment. Okay. The crab's, <laughs> the crab's behavior of actively hunting and killing a large vertebrate animal has never been witnessed before and has significant implications for how the crabs may affect their island ecosystems. That is a relief. Yeah. That they don't usually do that. Yeah. If they usually did that. I would want all of the coconut crabs to be dead yeah. right now. But the Even so, I am veering towards, hey, let's take the crabs that incapacitate and then uh, night of the living dead birds yeah. out of the ecosystem. And it's a seabird, so they're, like, usually pretty big. Yeah. Like, even a seagull is not a small bird. No. Oh, God. But that, but maybe they're learning though. That's the fucked thing. Yeah. If they're just starting to do this, previously thought to be scavengers, Leder's discovery suggests the crabs may dominate their ecosystems and could discourage other animals, particularly seabirds, from inhabiting islands where they would be for <laughs> yeah. forced to nest on the ground. Hmm, it I doesn't seem to matter whether they're on the ground or not. Yeah, it doesn't sound like being on the ground means you're out of reach of the crab. It just means the crab doesn't have to work so hard. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, no, but they're saying, like, they might be forced off of islands where they do need to nest on the ground. But guess what? Mm. Like, even if the they don't need to nest on the ground, they're fucked. It yeah. climbed a tree. That seems like a confused thing to take away from this. Yeah. Maybe it's that, like, in places with trees that have crabs, mm -hmm. that's the bad place to be. Yes. But the bird will go there rather than go to the place where there's no trees and no crabs. Yes. So the hypothesis here is that, so he conducted surveys that found that birds God, were, so much bad stuff can happen to you if you're an animal, dude. So much bad stuff. Like the worst possible thing that you can imagine happening to you as a human, oh. not even close to like the normalest thing to happen to you as an animal. Not even close to how every bird you see during your day will die. 
Yeah. Like just thinking about all of them just yeah. out and about. None of them like go to a bird hospice. No. Oh, Jesus Christ. All right. Uh, there is something happening right now to rainbow lorikeets and it's really weird. Okay. Is that I'm thinking about them and I'm liking them a lot? Yes. You know what, babe? Just doing a quick yes. bummer check on yep. the podcast and saying that, hey, maybe we don't need to know mm-hmm. about one of Demi's famous facts. Yep, that's fair. But it's been... Uh, uh, don't worry. Yep, don't worry about it. It's very rare for you to know something about a darling little animal that makes people happy they listen to the podcast. Yes. So maybe let's continue on with the thing you're already telling us about, which is horrible. But can I say that I... Checked- I should be able to vet the crab news. Can I just... No, you shouldn't. This is so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying to Tom the other day when I was working at the... Well, volunteering at the soup kitchen. I don't have a job. Um, that somebody told me, and I'm not going to say what it was, but I was like, Tom, I got girlfriended today. Yeah. Because a lady was like, hey... Uh, uh, my dad was a solicitor, and this case that he did, tragedy, 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 child, tragedy, tragedy, tragedy. And I was like, oh, that's what Tom feels like when I tell him about my interests. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I need you to get, like, another – I need you to get further into woodworking. So I – because sometimes when you tell me stuff, you're like, oh, sorry, that was boring. After you're like, oh, the details of this wood, you know, I, I'm going to be working on this and adding a hinge here, and this will actually help this because it, it makes sealing it way easier – and then I can do this with it. And then you're like, oh, that was boring. And I'll be like, no, the other thing you talk to me about this is like, in the 80s there was a man and boy, the world was worse for that. <laughs> like, it's so much better that you tell me just Sometimes facts about the, the world. Yeah. But the parrot one is not, the lorikeet one is actually not bad because it's like, it's kind of just more interesting. Okay. Lorikeet's like in, um... Uh, what's the one like around Australia? the Gold Coast? Okay. Queensland. Sure. In Queensland, they used to think that what was happening were lorikeets were hanging out on the ground, like falling out of trees and just hanging out there and being confused because mm. they were like, oh, the lorikeets are getting drunk. They're like eating fermented berries and getting drunk. It's yeah. actually something called lorikeet paralysis syndrome. And uh, there oh. are people that are working really hard to find all the lorikeets. There's like, I was looking at a lady the other day. She was like, there's another 60 lorikeet day and she's collecting them all, taking them back to her house, rehydrating them, helping them out and then being like, all right, don't do it again. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Um, Thank you, Demi. Now, shall we finish your horrifying crab news? Which as far as I can tell boils down to, uh uh-oh. Hey, bad news, everyone. They figured out they can take out birds and we're only a few rungs up from that. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, whether this behaviour is a one-off or widespread remains to be seen. Laird plans to set up remotely activated cameras at entrances to the crab's burrows to find out. Now, I'm going to be looking further into this. Mm. I don't have to talk on the podcast about it. You should just email Laird. Fuck, you you know what? I've never thought of doing that. You are so smart. It's fun to do. It's fun to email academics. Yeah, I'm gonna bookmark this, and I'm gonna I'm gonna email this guy because it like it's two years now, so you'd be able to find out some of the information about it. Just get some general crab stuff. Uh, that'd be fun to hear. There's a picture of it eating the bird. Yeah, that would be bad. That would be bad. Stop looking at it. I notice. Oh, that's what's in there, Demi. I think you've just done uh, something you really like to do, which is. Lock your phone with the phone still on the gruesome content. And so when you unlock the phone, it'll be there to greet you. Is that true? I need a look. Yep. Would you like to maybe close the window before you... Let's close that. Okay, good. I just don't want you 10 minutes from now going... Ah! <laughs> you can, You got to remember to close the window. Pretty gruesome. Pretty gruesome. Man, remembering to close the window reminds me of like, were you ever in like a lecture or a class in high school where someone reopened their laptop and there was porn playing? Okay, and you did it? Immediately took that from your facial expression that you have done it. It wasn't at school. Okay. It was at a comedy show. (sighs) Yep. I was sitting next to my best friend, Angus Hodge. Mm. I went to just quickly check the time on my phone. I opened up my phone 
And Hodge looked down and went, really? <laughs> Porno on the phone Hmm. Here we are. Telling you this about uh, the way that porno websites are designed also. Even without the porno, they're pretty obvious what you were looking at. Yep. Yeah. They have a certain je ne sais quoi on mobile especially. They have a certain je ne sais quoi. (laughs) That's nice. Uh, Well, hey, let's go to a break here. Um, Thinking about the porno and done thinking about the porno. Okay, let me think about it. Also, why were you checking your phone? No, never mind. I was about to be like, why we? Why'd you unlock your phone to check the time? Yeah. And I was like, it doesn't matter. Let her get away with it. Well, you know? I think it was it was that I, I maybe I was checking my messages because the show hadn't actually started yet. It was just about to start, like the lights were about to go down. Uh huh. It was uh, it was Nick Cody. Uh huh. This was probably 2015, 2016. Uh huh. And so now knowing what I know about Cody, I reckon he was on at about like seven or eight p.m. Around then. And you've been on your phone like all day probably. Like, you know, we like to use our phones quite a bit. I certainly do, yeah. So that means around 5 p.m. at a guess, <laughs> you were jerking off to porno on your phone. <laughs> That's evil, then, isn't it? And then you'd finished up and we're like, now off to the comedy show. Yeah. Oh, I don't know that there is like a time that you'd be like, okay with yourself jerking off. Like, I think that like late in the evening is like closest because that's like, you know. Like once your husband's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing's getting in the way of it. But like that annoying husband. Yeah. Yeah. Come watch me play video games. All right. <laughs> oh, God. All right. I was trying to get myself to I'm orgasm. Watching. <laughs> Yeah, you holding the phone and rubbing your thing. <laughs> Hope you don't mess up and start holding your clit and rubbing your phone. No! Uh, well, anyway, let's go to an ad break now uh, for people who are on the free feed. I hope you enjoy the ad for people on the paid tier. Uh, enjoy the sweet bliss of not being asked to join the army. Uh, but, but again, for people on the free feed, if the ad says join the army, give it some thought. Now, I'm going to push back against that. I'm going to say don't give it much thought at all. Please don't join the army. Oh, okay. Um, unless you're willing to take them down from the inside by being a soft little queer. Go mm-hmm. ahead. All right. Well, enjoy the ad break. We'll be back in just a second. <laughs> you would serve again after. I'm Ashley Falk. I'm the sheriff of Lowndes County. I'm a native of <laughs> What the fuck was that? <laughs> so it was as good as I thought, right? Can you play that again? <laughs> this is a sheriff. Then he would serve again after. I'm Ashley Paul, I'm the sheriff of Lowndes County. I'm the one thing that I could pick out of it was Lawrence County, and then right at the end he says 75 years. Listen to this. I again. heard sheriff. Okay, let's try okay. again. I heard the word sheriff. Okay. Okay, here we go. Then he would serve again after. I'm Ashley Paul, I'm the sheriff of Lowndes County, I'm a native of Lowndes County, been here all my life. <laughs> you know when you have moments where you're like, oh fuck, and something suddenly, suddenly makes sense? Yeah. This is the moment I've realised that Boomhauer from King of the Hill is non-fiction. Yeah, for Holy real! Holy shit! And also, if anybody recognises the voice at the start, yes, I did start listening to the free feed of Sword and Scale again because Mike Boudet has gone absolutely fucking mental and it's lovely to hear him fall apart. Okay. Just so you know. On, anyway, isn't that awesome? On that listen, by the way, I picked up um, he would serve again after. Right, and that was that was Mike Boudet and not the... That's crazy. Two guys with the same funny voice. Okay, so you... <clears throat> okay. Do you want to just quickly get it clean? One more time. Okay. He would serve again 
after. I'm actually Paul Cummins, the sheriff of Lowndes County. I'm a native of Lowndes County. been here all my life, 75 years. And yeah, 75 years comes through fine, but it's like he just throws to someone and then they're like, it's like someone's right before this is like, oh man, fuck. What's that one corn song that goes like, it sounds like before he gives the interview, the sheriff, can we give him like a lot of dental surgery? Hey, sheriff, here's a quick challenge. Can you do this true crime interview with five eggs in your mouth? <laughs> it sounds like what happens after the words, um, fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. <laughs> Fucking hell. Um, all right, anyway, yeah, Brendan, that that's all in. It, earlier when I when I scream laughed at my desk, that was what I was laughing at. That's so good. Yeah. Jesus so, Christ. Anyway, I'm gonna start um like uh collecting all of these fucked moments from true crime podcasts and uh and presenting them. I think they won't be bummers. Yeah. No that's, bummers. That's an important thing. Things clipped out of incredibly self-serious things without the bummer and Exactly. Yep. That was really one, good. One that I don't know whether I'll ever be able to find again is one that I played for you. Yes. Where and and I sent it to you and Jesse, where a woman is remembering her sister who was killed, mm. and in the middle of her sort of eulogi- eulogizing her, she rips the biggest fart <laughs> I've ever heard. It and, is. And just the thought going along with that was like, why wouldn't you just? Get her to re-record it. Sorry, that's my fucking email. Uh, that's WhatsApp going off because Jesse Farrar just messaged you saying, messaged us saying, "Rock on, Demi." <laughs> <laughs> um, um, the thing she I, ripped a huge fart, and yeah. that, and I my thought was like, man, you didn't even have to tell her like, hey, you farted. Can we re-record it? You could have just said like, something went wrong with the recording. Yeah, sorry. Can we just we're just gonna have you take that again because the fart is. I would say that it's recognizable. My my ear picks it out as being not possibly caused by any chair. No, no, it sounds it's so a, organic. It is a it is a fart. It is a it is a human noise. Yeah. Oh <sighs> fucking hell! Well, <laughs> it is really funny. I think about that sometimes. It's so funny. I might because, try and find it again. Because also, I don't think we can play it on the podcast. I think it's too evil. No, but I, think I, we can, I need to hear it again. Sure. We can only talk about it because the thing that is making it so funny is that the woman who is eulogizing her, you know, murdered sister is also like close to tears or crying. Like she, I think she is like audibly crying and then she does a big, <laughs> sorry. And then she does a big fart. And then she and passes wind. Yeah. It's really bad. Anyway, thank you, Demi, for uh, saying those. Oh, for so far bringing up the bird that got torn apart by crabs. Yes, I remember that. And then another unidentified murder done by, uh, catalogued by a guy who's a piece of shit. Yes. And then a third <laughs> murder yes. done by a woman who we're making fun of. Uh, yes. Sorry, uh, done to a woman whose surviving relatives we're yes. making fun of. Yes. Uh, now on to another segment. Okay. All right, this one I don't have a name for yet. Oh. But I have found Why something. Why bother? Well, I have something that I really like, and this is the police. Uh, you are the thing I really like. It's true. Demi hit me with the... Uh, Pointing both her thumbs at herself. And now mm. she's grabbing her feet and kind of moving them around. How mm. nice. Boy, seems like it'd be a blast to be her. If only she had some uh, hair that was like at menu five of the character creator. I think it would look kind like it would be a really bold decision. And that way people would be like, she's not afraid of anything. I think that there's a. I think there's a lot of power in that kind of thing. That's why I would always wear like when I when I used to go to the gym like outside of going to classes or whatever. Mm. It, when I was going to the gym alone, I would wear like clothes that were kind of goofy or silly. Like I would I would specifically try not to look cool. Yeah. 
because that way I wouldn't be self-conscious about looking cool. I'd be like, well, I'm already ridiculous. So yeah. I don't give a shit about like the weight I'm lifting or how I'm being perceived by people around me. I'm already wearing like something bright colored and clashing or yeah. whatever. I'm wearing like these socks that look like shit and a shirt that sucks. Like yeah. I, I'm not in that headspace. I think there's a power to that. Yeah. I don't know that hairstyle is like, I think what you're looking for is something different. Uh, with hair, but I think that that still stands. What about just... You want to give yourself the completely blank spot in the middle, huh? Opposite mohawk, yeah. Mm, part the C's. Yeah. I reckon you could carry that off. Mm. I reckon... And I... then two pigtails. Well, I was going to say, that's getting wonderfully close to the Heihachi Mishima. Ooh, yeah. I well, think... you could just leave this bit here, wouldn't it be? Is no. he's close to crusty? No, he has like almost no hair and then just the sink sink oh, uh, like off right, to the side. You're right. So that would be man, if you had the Heihachi Mishima. You oh, know what would, would be, be fun? So cool. Looking through a like bunch of fighting game rosters and choosing a hairstyle that way. But the thing is, we still have to like sometimes be romantic with each other. Yeah. That's the issue. Yes. Getting okay. a hairstyle for public consumption is one thing. For private consumption is another. Because when we very first got together, you had the space under your baseball cap completely bald. I had effectively given myself a monk's tonsure for my show that year because I couldn't think of anything funnier. So I'd shaved the middle of my head completely bald. Yeah. Yeah. And then we fell in love with you having that haircut. I believe there was a line in that show, the reference to how bad it felt to have your beloved... Your new love in your life, run her fingers through your fringe and then nothing else. Yeah. And that did come from life. So, yeah, I think that's the thing. we got to balance it. Yeah. I might do something new with my hair. I don't know. Mm, we should both get the, we should get the same haircut. I have been thinking that about how funny it would be if we both just got, like, K-pop haircuts. But then I'm like, you know what the problem there? We don't have the hygiene to maintain that. Yeah. I think we have the level of hygiene interest to maintain one normal, like, white person haircut. Yeah. And even then, it's going to look shitty. Yeah. You know, we don't have the energy or, like, uh, inclination to actually look good. Yeah. In that way. Like, you know, where someone has, like, a perfect wave yeah. or whatever. I don't know how it happens, and I don't think I'm ready to find out. Reminds me when I asked my friend, like, oh, do you look really good because, like, someone in, like, TV did your makeup because you were on TV last week? And he was like, no, this is just how I shave my beard. And I was like, I didn't want to hear that. Yeah. That uh, sucks. Yeah, don't tell me. Don't well, say then, that. Sh shut up. Shut up. No, it's not. You stick your finger in his mouth. God, does look like a million bucks. Makes sense, given the name. Bleep out his name. Okay. I don't want to give him any more publicity than he has right now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't care for the man. We are going to go to our segment now. This is uh, from the, uh, well. This is the story of a girl. That's awesome. <laughs> I've been having a lot of fun going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do yeah, the movement yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Singing while shaking your head from yeah, side yeah, to side yeah. is really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. It's time for Police Report Report. Ooh. Better name pending. Uh, this is a this is a thing I've been doing. I've been reading police reports uh, for, that are published in local newspapers okay. in the US and having a blast. Yeah, I love. What them. about um, police rapport? How about that as a name for for the segment? Sucks. It's really huh. bad. Yeah. I don't know why you would suggest that. I don't know <laughs> why you would think it. I don't think you thought it was good. Huh. It kind of just yeah. serves as, I think that better thing to say then would have been like, because uh, I think it would have interrupted, uh, but also it would have been less of an interruption. Uh, <laughs> See, that's good. It is good. Uh, but yeah, I've been going through police report roundups in local newspapers. These ones come to us from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, uh, which <laughs> is a paper out in the US. Uh and I just want to read some of these for us. This feels to me like a very Bunta Vista coded segment. Maybe they've had something like this in the past, but check out the podcast Crime Bunta Watch. Vista if you don't. It's Crime Watch, isn't it? Okay, we're back from our short technical pause there. Hopefully everything's working now. Uh, these are from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. Technical pause? Are you a robo-dog? Yes, a robo-dog uses its technical pause to get around. 
Thank you, Demi. And when it finds a digital bone, it has a megabyte. Now, do you want anything to do with that? Are you happy I said that? Do you think the audience is happy that I said that? Hmm? Young lady? Do you think that was good? What I said? Because it was pretty much what you said. When it finds a robo cat, it does a kilobyte. Wow. I hope not. I want the robot cat to live. <laughs> the robot cat has one zero one zero zero one one lives. It's nine in binary. Ugh. It's not. I don't know what. I don't speak binary. You know, some people think I'm nine binary. <laughs> All right. So here we have police reports from the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. Uh, these are rounded up at the end of the week and uh, sent o- and published by. Uh, the reporter for the Bozeman Daily Chronicle, who I believe is named... Ah, yes, there it is. Megan Mangrum. <laughs> Isn't that fun? Megan Mangrum. <laughs> uh, thank you, Megan, for collating these. Megan Mangrum. And here we have some of the reasons that people called the police in the Bozeman Daily Chronicle. A man was having trouble with his Apple Watch. He was trying to turn it off... And it dialed 911. Ah, okay. I thought, all right, I see. Yeah. Yes. Or maybe it was like, police, a man is trying to kill me (laughs) for the crime of being a simple watch. Someone called to report their neighbor for stealing an unknown number of propane tanks. Mm. Snitch. Very King of the Hill themed episode today. It really is. A kindergartner at a local elementary school was playing with a school employee's phone. And accidentally called the police. You shouldn't give a child your phone, but in the school employee's defense, maybe that kindergartner fucking sucks. And they really needed them to shut the fuck up. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, someone called to report they ate food left on their porch they thought was brought by a neighbor. No neighbors knew about the food. The caller asked if it could be tested. If I find just like a random Tupperware of food out on my porch without knowing anything about, without someone saying like, hey, I brought you this. I I know. Are you eating that, Demi? Tell me what you were going to say first. I don't think I would eat it. Bullshit. I don't think I would. You'd eat anything. No, I would eat if if it wasn't in the Tupperware. If, If it was just like. Left there. If I found a cake on the ground, I would eat that. If I found it in Tupperware meant for me to eat, I probably wouldn't eat that. So you're getting a bargain, not a trap. Yeah. I see. I think that I would be, I would see the Tupperware and be like, hmm, somebody wants me to eat this. Whereas if it's like a cake someone's left, I'm like, hmm, free cake. Yummy. But would you eat the random porch food? I think if you have a house and you walk outside and there's like just food left on the You know what? Thing? It really depends on the food. Right? Like it's a lasagna, say. <sighs> I might eat it, yeah. That tells me that someone has a friend who is grieving and or just gave birth to a baby and they've gotten the wrong address. Yes. Right? And it's hard to think, and this is maybe me having some rare pro-Italian discrimination, it's hard to think of a lasagna doing anything to someone. I know, it's hard to think of an Italian wanting to poison you. I genuinely think that they would not be able to do it because they're like, there's no poison in grandma's recipe, huh? (laughs) There's no poison in grandma's recipe. You want to change grandma's recipe? No, that's not how they make it back in the old country. I'll ask Mark. Put down the bottle with skulls and crossbones on it. Yeah. Oh! (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Oh, it's not traditional! Completely just not doing the accent too. I really appreciate that. You're doing like all of the, like the loudness and the hands, but you're not doing an accent. I was like, I wonder if I can get this across without doing... You really did. All right. Yeah. That's just some classic Australian-Italian vibe. Um, Someone called to report a stolen rifle. They had left it on the side of the road and it was gone when they came back to retrieve it. I think what happened there is someone, maybe without intending to, just did a free rifle giveaway. You can't say, what are you doing leaving your rifle by the side of the road? 
Oh my god, that was a big burst of thunder. I don't think that's coming through on the thing, but damn, that was crazy. Fucking hell. Either it's a big burst of thunder or so, a thumber, or thumber. someone somewhere is moving a wheelie bin. That was really loud. That was that, really I loud. I could feel it vibrating in my chair. Really? Yeah. Cool. All right. All right. Anyway, uh, well, let's go back to the podcast and stop being in fear of the natural world. Okay. Unless some crabs make their way into the studio. I would love... Oh, can I get a crab? I no, don't want one. You don't want a crab. Don't worry about it. Okay, good. They stink. Yeah. They stink. You know what would be really good? Turtles stink really bad too. I know. But you, hey, Demi, you know what would be really good? What? Getting a hermit crab and then 3D printing an exact copy of your own head. It's a little bit Junji Ito for me, but yeah. I do agree it would be really cool. That would be cool. Mm. Um, yeah, someone called her a sport a stolen I'd it, rifle. I'd give it a, a shell that has a beautiful wig on it. That the hair kind of like flows behind it. Trails on the ground. Yeah. That's nice. Or a wedding veil. Oh. Might be nice with the crab. It might be nice with the crab. Mm. Um, but yeah, someone called to report a stolen rifle that they'd left on the side of the road. If you're driving around and you see a stolen uh, see a, a rifle laying on the side of the road, I think it's actually a good act to just pick up the rifle. If you're not going to do no, anything bad no. with it. No, 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 no. Really? Crime. Crime, maybe you get your fingerprints on there. You say rifle on the ground, what I if there's think, a crime? But I think what you do is you take the rifle and you go, hey, what's up? Um, can I, like, give this to you guys? And either you say that to, like, criminals or you just go ahead and give it to the cops. No, I think you stay there and you say, hey, cops, can you please come get the rifle? Uh, I don't think you touch it. Don't touch anything ever if it might be crime. Really? But America, gun all over the place. I think it's. I think that it might be better to pick up the gun and take it away than leave it there and be like, well, of course someone will be buying before someone else happens upon this and just mm. uses it to commit a crime. No, you stay there, you get a cult, come get it. Actually, no. another thing that happened the other day um, that someone was showing me photos of on their phone, they were like, I had to go to the police station to like uh, renew my working with children's check thing. Mm. Um and they were like showing me, they were like, yeah, I was at the police station. This guy came in and was like, I found a gun. And he had it in this leopard print bag. And he was like, I found this gun. And they were like, we're really busy at the moment. Can you sit down? And he was like, yeah, all right. And sat Fuck me. with the gun next to him. And this is Australia. We just don't have guns. No. So he just had his leopard print shopping bag and then was like, I just want to give you guys this gun. Yeah. I don't know. I found a gun. It's a revolver. Fuck. Being told to sit down with your revolver in the bag, but you just came in a hand in the gun so you could go back to your life. I'd be sitting there being like, but I could get to the front of the line if I use this fucking gun. <laughs> Only problem is I can't get out of here after I do it because yeah. I want to hand in the gun. Yeah. What I want, what I need to do is have the gun. Hang on, I've got one gun. They've got guns. I could get a couple more guns. Yeah. Hey, give us your gun. All right, now that's handled. Can I hand in this gun I came in here with? <laughs> Uh, someone called to report their neighbour had stolen four shopping carts from Albertsons. They also called the store to report the theft. Is Albertsons, is this, uh, this is America? I don't know. It, I don't fucking know. Uh, I think but, Albertsons is America. I think so, but who, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't under, I don't keep track of, and Demi, thank you so much for leaning away and burping away from the microphone. You're welcome. That's really good to do, and I love that you've started it as a habit now in your, I want to say, 10th or 12th year of podcasting. Yeah. Uh, we're uh, learning and we're growing. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, for shopping carts, I don't think you have a plan for those shopping carts. I think that's an active mischief. Garden bed. Like you grow putting, vegetables in there, yeah, and then take your vegetables out for walks. Mm, yeah, move them into the sun and then out of the sun when they get too hot. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I guess there is a point. Love to, to move those. my vegetables into the sun. You just won't eat the things. For real, God, <laughs> my son won't eat a single vegetable. I hit him. Okay, a driver was pulled over for driving eighty-nine miles per hour in a forty-five mile per hour zone. The driver said. He was going too fast. <laughs> Do you have an explanation for what you're doing, sir? Yes, speeding. <laughs> I, was, I was driving incredibly dangerously, <laughs> as you might have picked up if you'd watched me for any of it, yeah. officer. Well, in my defence, whoops-a-daisy. Yeah. 
that was fun. This part <laughs> sucks, but before, Love boy, that. oh boy. Can you give an explanation for what you were doing? Yeah, I thought you weren't here. I didn't see you. I figured you were out there busting my neighbor for their four shopping carts that they stole, and now I figured it was my time to have fun. Now that I have you, test my lasagna. <laughs> Ever since I ate it, I've been driving like crazy. <laughs> vroom, vroom. <laughs> be, that would be such a cool thing to do. Get pulled over for speeding. The cop walks up to you. You just say, vroom, vroom. <laughs> you know what would be really good? is like you pull over and just as the cop gets, and I'm sure this has been done before, but just do the like, like go forward a little bit yeah. while, while they're approaching your window. Like it would, of course you're going to get completely shot. Oh. But like how funny would it be? If, if you, you were somehow, cock. if you were somehow able to do the uh, friend, your friend is trying to get in your car, and you have a full car of friends, oh. and they're walking up to the door, oh. pull forward. Oh. Yeah, it would be great. Oh, I would love to also do the like five dollar note on a string to a cop. Oh yeah, can you imagine them bending down? Doing that with a pistol. Ah. <laughs> oh geez, that would go great with the one I've already got in me holster. <laughs> Cop guns look so stupid. They should have the sheriff type guns. Really? Ones that are like. Oh, the revolver. Yeah. Mm. Or a magnum or something. Just a big like. Demi here in an unprecedented move uh, calling for uh, arming the police. (laughs) (laughs) Very cool. Well, I mean, just there shouldn't be like um, guns that look like shit. Yeah, right. I uh, forgot about this. I've been doing this to people and in my show. What's been really fun, Demi, is doing this, uh, miming holding out a gun at yeah. someone and then just going. Turning it. Turning yeah. it. But, like, I find the amount of time you wait before turning the gun is really funny to me. Just like a, yeah, yeah. Just like that moment of, like, yeah, I think I'm really cool. I do the gun <laughs> hand. You do the holding the gun hand. Yeah, that's the difference between a mime, you know. You're showing that you have the object. I'm like, here's the object. Doesn't, it looks like you want to hold my hand. Well, that's because I have that spark in my eyes that lets you know that I love you. I love you. I love you. Uh, a snowplow rear-ended a UPS driver. Okay. That one's not funny, but I do feel that one feels like a. It feels like my friends are fighting. Yeah. Because I'm like, oh, two two things I know. Yeah. The postie and a <laughs> snowplow. Yeah. You guys. The snowplow should be in front of the postie, yeah. helping him get to where Help he needs him. to go. Help him. An unknown cat was reportedly outside someone's residence for 24 hours. <laughs> That's a gift. <laughs> the reporting party told police that they do not let their own cats interact with outside cats. That's a good thing. You shouldn't. It's yeah. a, that's how they spread disease and they get fights. It is funny to call the police because there has been an unknown cat for 24 hours. Hey. I'm really scared right now. I, I don't know this cat. Mm. That's okay, so you're not supposed to. Oh. Huh. That makes sense, actually, on account of it's outside. Well, <laughs> bang, 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 bang. Uh, a driver's car battery died near an, quote, Already dead deer. Deputies unsuccessfully tried to jump the car and ignored the deer. <laughs> well, they can't do anything about it. I know. What do you want them to do? I don't know what's happening there. Just attaching the cords to the deer's nipples and just <laughs> just trying anything. They're not working on the car. Hey, <laughs> but check this out. <laughs> Makes the deer's hooves go. <laughs> <laughs> Bit of fun, eh? Yeah, you guys are right. I'm glad I broke down. Yeah. Um, and final one for today. You guys want to go get a drink? <laughs> Maybe not the final one. I don't know. Maybe we'll just enjoy this one too much. Okay. But, okay, wait. Okay, two more. Okay. A bread delivery man triggered a business's alarm system. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, bread delivery. <laughs> woo, woo, <laughs> woo. <laughs> <laughs> I know that. <laughs> Running away, rolls falling out of his pants. <laughs> Throwing all my loaves of bread in the air (laughs) as the klaxon starts to sound. (laughs) One of the rolls falls into the siren that's blaring the alarm, and it's like. (laughs) (laughs) The alarm goes. "Mm." (laughs) Woo! 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 (laughs) 
more energy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's slow burning carbs, so it'll be able to sound for so long. For a really long time. Uh, bread delivery man is one of those one of those phrases that immediately has lodged itself in my brain. Yeah. Hello, bread delivery. So you're not the baker, you you bring no, it. Bread delivery you just bring man. It. You get it and you bring it. Surely that's just a delivery man. Yeah. Uh, but if you just do bread, if your only job is doing bread, sure, that's like a fourteen-year-old job, you know. Yeah, I get you. You you want bread delivery man to be like a similar to like a newsboy. Yes. Right. Yeah. Mm. Um, and finally, someone used a Jimmy John's phone number to spoof call customers and blast them with an air horn. Oh. What a loud young man. <laughs> what a very loud sandwich. <laughs> hmm. Interesting. Hmm. After the air horn blast, like, so what is it about my order? <laughs> Second air horn blast. Could you, could you go somewhere else? I'm finding it too hard to hear about my sandwich. Are you, are you swearing? Is that what? Yeah. Okay. All right. Hmm. Hello, <laughs> Jimmy Johns. I'd like to ask questions about your loud employee. <laughs> anyway, uh, Jimmy Johns. Jimmy Johns prank phone call with just an air horn. Air horn is a prank call that I wouldn't have thought about. No. Well, I don't. Th I don't know whether it's the best prank call because the phone can't actually get that loud. Phone can't be that loud. Like, you're just ending or up with air a, horn loud. You're just ending not. up with it like an annoying call. Yeah. But. I guess that is funny to give someone an annoying phone call. Yeah. So fair play there. Anyway, uh, that's the end of that segment for this week. Uh, thank you very much to the Bozeman, uh, the Bozeman whatever the fuck this newspaper is called that I said before. Mm. Uh, and thank you to Demi for another episode of BigSoftHid.png. Thank you, Tom. I really enjoyed it. Really? Yeah. Wonderful. Uh, I think you're great and you're handsome. Oh. Wow, what can I do wrong? Probably a lot of stuff if I've got that much leeway oh, to work so with. so much stuff and you've done so much of it already. Yeah, and I aim to do more. Yeah. Mm. You did a crazy fart while you were asleep last night. Really? Mm-hmm. Damn. It sounded like your butthole was not making the sound but saying the word quack. <laughs> well, uh, thank you and I'm sorry. I was so Man, I was fucked up sleep yesterday because yeah. I, I did another – Unintentional all-nighter, yep. insomnia time. Yeah. Uh, whenever I do one of those, I sleep for twelve hours, and I feel like I fart like crazy. Then. Anyway, anyway thanks for listening. Yeah, uh, hey, I'm in Adelaide for the Adelaide Fringe. While you're listening to this, uh, so please come out to my shows at the Rhino Room. Uh, the shows are well, hell, there's going to be space there, no matter what. It's Adelaide. People do not buy tickets in that yeah. town, so come see the show. I'm working it up. I just did it in Brisbane, and people loved it up there. So, uh, in keeping with that, I believe that in Adelaide, people will despise it. Yeah, and it will really be really not like it, and they'll be mad at you for doing it at all. Yes, uh, so. Come check that out. Uh, we're both going to be doing shows in Melbourne Comedy Festival. I'm doing one with David Kareos. Tom is doing uh, his show. Where are you going to be? I am in somewhere. I'm at Trades Hall. I'll be at the Greek Centre. Hell so yeah. Come see us and watch our Twitch streams. Yeah. Okay. Well. Bye, everybody. But Bye. more pressingly, do buy tickets for Adelaide if you're in Adelaide. Yeah, buy tickets because for Adelaide. Because that's just this week. Yeah. Bye-bye. Um, and thank you, Brendan, for editing. Love you, Brendan. All right. Bye. are on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.